It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I would love to introduce my guest today, Monique. Would you like to say hello to people? Hey guys, how are you today? <laughs> happy to be here with you, Dan. Thank you for having me. No, no, no. I, I mean, we, we connected at a, an event I went to in, I think it was September. Was it September? Yeah. September. September. Yep. In North Carolina through a mutual teacher and mentor and coach of ours, uh, David Nagel. We connected. I thought her vibe was dope. We spoke a bit more and then I caught some of her content and I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I vibe, I vibe, I vibe. And, uh, and as always, guys, whenever I meet a cool person, I want to bring them to you guys so that you can meet them too. So Monique, why don't you tell people a bit more about what you're into and what you do? Sure. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Monique Scott, and I am America's favorite manifestation and mindset coach. So what I do is I help individuals as well as online entrepreneurs make more money and learn how to use the law of attraction in order to manifest the things that they really want into their lives. Not what they think they want, but the things that they really do want. Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. And actually on that note, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a regular co-host on a, a daily podcast called LOA Today, Law of Attraction Today. And Walt is always looking for cool people to bring on as regular co-hosts. I'm going to introduce you to Walt because I actually think you'll be magic for that. So I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> Remind me and I'll, I'll do it. Let's do it. Right, we'll do it. So yeah, we spoke and we connected at an event that we went to, which is about marketing and mindset and so on and so forth. I think we're both similar in that we, we look to people who are further ahead of us on their journey. Right. So we can learn from them because that cuts the learning time for us, right? When you can learn from, from other people. Absolutely. But I think the time when I was really like, I need to have you on the, on the show was when you shared a story on Facebook about this journey that you had in relation to manifesting a relationship and getting to the end of being like, Oh, you're calling me out on that, are you? <laughs> um, no, but, no, no, but I think it's beautiful, right? Because I think there's a couple of tracks on this manifestation thing, right? Mm -hmm. There are some people, so we were watching um, The Shift yesterday. Okay. Wayne Dyer's film, The Shift. I've never watched it before. Mm -hmm. Wayne Dyer was actually, some of his work was very instrumental in the beginning days of, of my Beyond Intention work. I studied a lot of listening to some of his tapes and they really helped get some grounding because I find, I really found that he had a very nice bridge from the woo woo popcorn to the physical. Yeah. It's still more woo woo than physical, but he's done that having come from the physical. So I always find him to be a very, very, a very interesting person. Me too. You got his way of doing things. Then like I really fell out with one particular person who I'm not going to call out who they are. They're very famous. I didn't, I don't know them to fall out with them, but they did like, I was like, game for this person and uh -huh. quoting them and then they said something and I was like ah oh. but then what I loved about your story was that it was it encompassed so many different pieces and so many nuggets for people to learn from first and foremost be careful what you ask for because <laughs> you could put yes. a lot of energy <laughs> into creating <laughs> something that you might not even want in the end right but also be very okay with that journey and learn from it anyway. Yeah. And I just thought that was a really beautiful because some people will be really distraught about, I mean, you put the work. Two in. years. You sacrificed. You weren't dating. You weren't, you were just, you were all in for this. Completely. And you got it. I and did. then you got there and you were like, 
Oh. <laughs> and I thought there was really something beautiful about that. And also that you had the openness to share that experience so that people could learn from it too. And that vulnerability gave me an insight into your integrity as a person and the authenticity that you bring to your, to your work. And I think to anyone that brings that amount of commitment and is ready to talk about it that openly, I think it speaks to you as a person too. And I just wanted to bring that energy and give you the opportunity to perhaps share some more lessons that you have about life and manifestation. And we've spoken about your ethos as well on a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted this to be a nice open forum for us to just have a chat back and forth. Okay. Because, and I tell that story because I want people to understand where I'm coming from in terms of the respect I have for you and what you bring as a human. Thank you. And how that can inspire them to bring more of the same fearlessly too. So that's my yeah. opening foray. Wow. Yeah. So sharing that, sharing that manifestation journey, if you will, on Facebook was kind of like a, I have to tell this story because although, just like you said, you know, although this was something, a love relationship that I wanted for two years, you're right, I sacrificed. I did not date. I did not have sex. I didn't kiss. I didn't even hold a man's hand, nothing. Mm. I told God, the universe, spirit, source, energy, whatever you call it, right? Mm -hmm. I told God, this is the person that I want. We had dated previously. And um, actually, he's the one who introduced me to the law of attraction. How crazy. Wow. Wow. He introduced me to the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Wallace Wattles. Yep. Great book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Bob Proctor, Michael Mm -hmm. Beckwith, and Jack Canfield had actually done kind of like a 16 part video series around the book. They did a beautiful job of breaking down the core um, principles in the book. And so I, that's how I discovered the law of attraction through this person. And I was really in love with him and the relationship didn't work out after eight months, but I really wanted that relationship back. I understood why he broke off the relationship. So I wasn't upset about that because I was a different person back then, Dan. I had low self-esteem. I didn't really know where I wanted to go or what I was doing in life. I was still kind of searching for my purpose, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this particular person, he saw all that I could be. And that was huge for me. I'd never had anybody who cared enough to try and cultivate the things that they saw to me and propel me to my greatness, if you will. Right. So I wanted that back again. And I told God, I said, you know what, this is it. I'm manifesting him back. So I did all of my quote unquote manifestation techniques, right? So I'm really, really good at visualization. So visualization, falling asleep in the feeling. I I love Neville Goddard. So Mm -hmm. all of those things I did. I did not hear from him whatsoever. Maybe once or twice I emailed him for his birthday and he emailed me back at like, I don't know, four days later and said, thanks, right? (laughs) And then I also emailed him another time I was kind of meditating on a Bible verse. And I really felt like God said, send this to him. So I sent it to him. He immediately emailed me back and said, oh my gosh, I don't know how you knew that I needed this right now. You have such a gift, but that was it. So out of two years, that was it, right? And so, yeah, I just happened to be doing last year, I was doing 
my summer series. And let me be clear, Dan, it was never ever a question for me whether or not I would manifest him back or, or he would come back into my life. It was always just a question of when. It was never it. There was a certainty. There was yeah, a certainty. And that I, certainty I is necessary for any, any Yeah, I knew it would happen. Because yeah. I've manifested so many other things before. Didn't take two years. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that it was going to happen. And when I was doing a series of videos last summer on manifestation, different manifestation techniques, energy work, and stuff like that, he just popped on one of my videos totally blew me away. From there, he started texting me, jumping in my DM on Facebook. Then that led to phone calls and, and all this other stuff, right? Finally saw him like right before Thanksgiving. So we're talking about a span from July to November. Mm -hmm. And he actually brought me this amazing Thanksgiving dinner, right? But after that, it just went nowhere. We had a small falling out, something that was totally silly in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. But poof, he was gone and I hadn't heard from him since. And yes, so I totally wanted to be mad about it, upset about it. But then again, Dan, you know what I realized? I realized that that is what I wanted two years ago. That was no longer an energetic or spiritual match for me any longer. Mm -hmm. I'd spent two years manifesting this gentleman back. He came back into my life just for me to realize two years later, I'm a completely, totally different person. I'm not the same person he dated two years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I was totally okay with that. I was okay with that because I realized, although that's what I wanted, that was no longer for me. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. No, you know? No. Yeah. And so I just wish him love, light, peace, and blessings. I mm -hmm. hope that he's doing well. I'm not upset because what I've realized is, honestly, and I don't think I've shared this with anybody yet, Dan, you and your audience are the first, Ooh. but... <laughs> What I have realized since that breakup, if that's what you want to call it, right? I've realized that had that relationship persisted, had I still been in that relationship, you and I wouldn't even be here. I wouldn't be on your podcast. I wouldn't even be practicing the work that I'm doing now. I would have put my business on hold or yeah, I definitely would have put my business on hold and totally through all of my focus and time and energy into what it is that he wanted. And he made that very clear that when he came back on the scene, that that's what he wanted. He wanted someone, a wife who was going to be dedicated completely 100% to what he was doing. And I was willing to accept that. But now after everything, there's mm -hmm. no way. God mm -hmm. has created me for something so much bigger than that. And I'm mm. grateful. I'm thankful that it did not work out. I'm so happy that it did not work out because I wouldn't be here with you. <laughs> well, thank you for adding some more flavor and thanks for the exclusive. Hey, because um, <laughs> there's just a few pieces to the story. Now that the listeners have had a chance to catch up with it, that I really want to bring home because sure. it's important for us to stay up to date with where we're at. And I think sometimes 
we don't do that. And we start getting attached to what we've intended, mm-hmm. attached to the goals that we've set. Right. Instead of being attached to the best for us that this goal may lead us to. And I just did a group call with one of my programs today. And um, I was speaking about over-importance, which is a concept that I speak about sometimes, which is a, a reality trans-serving principle. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my guys was like, well, how do I know when I'm mentally rehearsing a thing versus being obsessed with it and giving it too much importance? Mm-hmm. And the thing that came through as I was answering him was principally this. When we're mentally re- rehearsing, when we're holding our desires and framing those as an intention, we do it but allowing something even better. Yes. To yes. Right? Because Absolutely. I'm sure that if you were putting all of this energy into being in a happy relationship that served you and was in your highest and greatest good, then it would have been a different situation because Absolutely. you put all of this powerful, guys, dedication. What? <laughs> dedication. All of this dedication into creating an experience, which in the end, in itself didn't serve the initial intention. Right. Had a bigger plan. And actually what ended up happening was it served an even greater service. Yes. Because it's given you insight into who you are and what you're worth. Mm-hmm. It's given you insight into what you want to create. It's given you insight into understanding and being able to witness yourself as an evolved and expanded being two years on from who you were before. And Yes, infinite possibilities. Maybe they could have come, come another way. But here and now, you're taking the situation, which some may have taken as an opportunity to, to go into despair, to go into a, right. a, a thing of doubt, a, a thing of blame, right? But you're like, yeah. deuces, thank you. I get it. Cool. I'm here for something more. Thank you for giving me. And I had this with, um, I can say this because she's not here, so I can share this. So I had this like with my, with my, my last relationship, which it, it was a cluster fudge in the end. It was just a very interesting adventure. And I take full responsibility for that because my reasons for getting into the relationship weren't pure anyway. And so ended up coming back and biting me in the backside down the line. But I got to a point where I, I don't know what happened, but I started thinking really negatively about the situation, not about the person because the person is the person, but the situation right beating myself up I can't believe I did that and blah 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 mm-hmm. but then, just like you were able to say but hang on a minute that set me off on the path that brought me here I was like do you know what because there's a particular piece I, I moved to a different country I tried three times to leave the UK before this is one of the reasons why I really don't plan to go back because it took me a lot of tries to escape <laughs> the UK permanently <laughs> that's how I feel about Atlanta that's why I'm moving to Miami <laughs> just get out, get out. so I, I had I had the, the, the escape I had one previous escape that I actually came back from a country that I really was happy about moving to. I'd given up my, I had a beautiful home in London. I had a great, I'd, I'd packed it all up to move to this other country and I was there and she's like, Oh, come back. I love you. I want to be in a relationship with you. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, cool. And I came back and then it ended up being something else. But here's the thing that call back wasn't her deceiving me to be in something. That call back was the path that brought me to where I am today because me doing the work I'm doing now would not have happened on right. that I was on before. I understand. I still would have been in my last business. I still would have been doing what I was doing before, right? I wouldn't have, beyond intention, wouldn't have been something that I shared with the world. It'd be something that I kept inside. I wouldn't have some of the teachers that I have now. I wouldn't have gone on the path and met the people I've, I've met now. Absolutely. On that track. Yes, there are other tracks that that could have happened on, but on that track that I was on, it didn't happen that way and regardless of whether this was the best the most lovely way for me to find myself here yeah I'm here and I'm grateful and when we start seeing things from that space right it powers us up to go and create with more 
more grace next time <laughs> without the need for the suffrage, you know? Absolutely. And I think that that's the beauty in both you and I's situation is that even though it didn't end up the way that we expected or intended or wanted it to end up, mm-hmm. we were able to see how it served a greater purpose to kind of propel us or to move us or to guide us to where the universe God really wanted us to be. Because what a shame that would have been if you never would have released beyond intention to all of us in the world, right? Mm. And that's kind of how I feel. What a disservice I would have been doing to all the people that I've helped, my clients, my future clients, right? Mm -hmm. Your listeners to the podcast, had he not broken it off yet again, Mm -hmm. and I stayed in, or I ended up in that relationship, I wouldn't be doing the work that I was sent here to do. Mm. So it's really great that you and I we're able to see it from a broader perspective and not just from this narrow little lens about, oh my gosh, it didn't work out. Oh my gosh, it's so sad, right? I mm. really, really try to take different perspectives on the things that are happening around me because just like you said, you know, you realize that as Neville Goddard says, everyone is us pushed out, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that concept. It took me a while to get it because I'm like, surely that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. I'm wonderful. Not me. But that is true, right? And so I can look back and see in hindsight two years ago how what was going on inside of me caused the relationship to end because he was a millionaire There I was working for an insurance company making $40,000 a year, and I just didn't see what in the world a guy like him would want with someone like me, right? Like I had him up on this super high pedestal, and he was just all the world to me. Oh, my gosh, right? But in the end, like now, where I am now, I've grown so much, and I know truly who I am, although I'm still learning as we all are, right? But now I have a better understanding who I am, what I'm here to do, and that's all I want to do. All I want to do is serve the world and teach them this amazing information and help the world raise to a higher consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we're here for. Mm. And I love it. I love it. And I can feel it. I can feel it. I think what's so beautiful there is you've highlighted, again, that everything has within it the potential for a gift. A gift or a curse, yeah. and the choice is ours to which we... God's, God's not a tyrant. The universe is not a tyrant. We, we get what we ask for, oh and we God. ask not by what we say, not even by what we do, but by who we are, right? <laughs> so, Woo! so... That was another lesson that was and, a and you, hard to swallow, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you anchored in who you were by what you chose to be and what you chose to do and how you chose to respond to that situation, how you chose to feel about it, what you chose to step into, the version of Monique, that you've emerged from that, made the declaration to God that I'm ready now. Thank you. Thank you for this. I'm ready. And that's when we open up and allow ourselves to receive the new blessings. That's when uh, the gift within that situation can come back to us versus this happened, that happened, I wanted this and it didn't go that way and blah, blah, blah. Because at this level of consciousness, we're limited on what we can see. We're limited on what we can observe. We're limited on what we know. Right. That's not to say that we don't have access to higher knowing. That's intuition. That's the voice of God. That's whether you use your oracle cards and you use those one way or you've got a friend or, you know, everything can be 
an opportunity for us to be spoken to, but we've got to be ready to hear it. We've got to be ready to listen to it. And we've got to demonstrate that we're going to act on it because it's not that God's some petulant child that's like, well, you didn't listen to me. I'm going to talk again. No, the voice is still there, but we're demonstrating that we're going to close our ears and not hear it. And that's when we lose access to that connection to that source energy. And that's absolutely true because, you know, I started off last year doing confidence coaching for women and Dan, that's what I thought that I was going to do. But I just had this nudge inside this gnawing, like something wasn't right. Like this isn't it. Like I love coaching around confidence, but I just had this feeling that this isn't it. And I was wise enough to know that that's God. And so I'm huge on taking inspired action. I always know it's God for me if it's a thought that Monique wouldn't normally have, right? Especially if it's around something that I think that I want, right? And it's contrary to what I want. Mm. 10 times out of 10, it's God, Mm. (laughs) right? So I just had this nudge, you know, this inspired action to go take a drive. Now, this was a Sunday afternoon, three o'clock. It's Georgia heat, okay? There's no way. I love to drive during the evening time when it's trying to study, right? There's no way I would think to go take a drive. And it's like, literally, it's like the heat index is 100 degrees outside, mm. and I'm going to take a drive. So I took the drive, and on the drive, God started talking to me. We started having a dialogue, right? And he said that you are going to be a manifestation coach. And I was like, well, skirt, let's talk about this. this. Pull up. (laughs) No, not me, right? Mm. And what I found was a lot of that resistance for me for the first time in my life, Dan, and I do me the very first time, I actually cared and thought about what other people would think. Because I said, well, God, you know, like 95% of the people on my Facebook timeline are my friends, my family, people I grew up with. They know me. Most of them are Baptist Christians like I grew up with. They are not going to, they're not going to approve of this. You know what I mean? They're (laughs) they're not going to understand this. If it's not in the Bible, a lot of my friends and family, no shade, but if it's not mentioned in the Bible, it's blasphemy. It doesn't exist. Got you. Witchcraft or whatever, right? Yeah, I, I grew up with similar b- growing up. Don't worry. Luckily, I, my mom's not on Facebook, though, so <laughs> I haven't been scolded yet. So I was very concerned about that. And who's going to listen to me? And I, I'm just going to keep it. Can I keep it 100 with you, as we say here in the South? Can I Bring keep it, it a buck? Just let me, let, me, let me hear the tea. Let me get the tea. Let me get the tea. <laughs> okay, let me get the tea. <laughs> so what I was most concerned about was the fact that Nobody looked like me that I knew that was a woman, a woman of color, who was talking Mm -hmm. about manifestation, Mm -hmm. law of attraction, Mm -hmm. universal law. And quite honestly, I was like, God, I'm not going to be able to, my coaching business is going to die. Mm -hmm. Much like like Moses, much like Moses. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, who am I to be? teaching this right yes i've manifested so many things yes i i've worked with a couple of friends and helped them manifest the things that they want but (laughs) right yeah i was really really resistant to that and it's Mm -hmm. actually a friend of mine that i helped manifest some she manifested some money she manifested 
four job interviews in the span of two weeks when she couldn't get a job interview for a whole year, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, Monique, you have to do this. Mm -hmm. Look at how you have helped me. People need to know this, right? Mm -hmm. And it was really her who kind of helped propel me into it and got me to thinking, you know what? So maybe 95% of the timeline on Facebook is just not my target audience. And that's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. But there are other people out there who want to change their lives, who need to change their lives, who want to get out of the situations that they are in, but they just don't understand, like you and I are talking about, Dan, that you don't attract who you, uh, what you want. You attract who you are. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand that. So I would really be doing the, the world a disservice if I don't put the information out there. And that's what I'm here to do, just like you. Mm. So, you know, it's really my best friend, Kim. If you're watching, hey, girl, hey, thank you. <laughs> you know, that I'm actually even sitting here talking to you today. Mm. Six, seven months ago, I was like, eh, I, don't, I don't know, God. I don't know. Are you <laughs> Maybe somebody looked like me. Maybe it's another Monique Scott. Yeah, it's another yeah. Mm. kind mm. of thing, right? So here wow. I am. So you were able to transcend the fear, you were able to transcend the doubts, and you were able to just connect to your purpose and connect to your, your mission, we could say, by yeah. letting go of your attachment to what other people had to say about it, because that was the thing that was standing in your way. Right. And I really had to look at the bigger picture. Dan, I am a servant to the people. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. I am here on earth to serve in whatever capacity God has placed me here. And now I know that is to help people understand universal law, understand how the subconscious mind works, understand how to use the law of attraction in order to attract the things that they really want. One of the things that I have learned about myself recently is I'm pretty freaking good at energy work and I didn't even know that. So can I tell you a quick story that just like, completely blew my mind. Tell me, tell me. Okay. So I was working with a high level coach, right? Sales coach recently. And we were on the phone and she was talking about her energy. Oh, you know, Monique, I really want to do $50,000 this month, but I just don't think that I can do it. And I was like, who told you that? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm telling myself that. Don't tell yourself that, right? So she's like, my energy is just super low because I got so much stuff going on in my life. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You do realize that your subconscious mind is a command center. You do realize that, right? I'm like, whatever command you give it, that's what it executes. I said, it has no ability to reason between what's real and what's imagined. I said, in the energy that you're putting out, you can switch that. You can change that. It's just energy. It's just vibration. And she's like, no, I can't. It's going to take weeks. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I started doing some energy work with her on the phone. And in the middle of the work dance, she stops me. And she's like, morning, morning, morning. Wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, uh, okay, what? And she said, you will never guess what just happened. I said, what happened? She said, there is a client that I have been almost chasing for months to pay their invoice. Mm -hmm. Do you know just text me so she can pay it? I was like, what? Really? She said, oh my gosh, this stuff really works. 
So you were surprised. It was so funny. And I told her, I said, you can shift your energy, your vibration, just that quickly. You Mm. really, really can't. It doesn't have to take weeks. It doesn't even have to take days. Mm -hmm. And just teaching her that it comes from your thoughts. Your thoughts dictate your emotions. Those emotions dictate your vibration, right? Mm -hmm. Don't think about the things that you don't want. Mm -hmm. Only concentrate on the things that you do want, right? Mm -hmm. And align your energy to those things only. Keep your focus on those things. And while that wasn't a new concept to her, Dan, I think she just kind of forgot because she was so mired down emotionally with what everything that's going on in her life right now that mm. she couldn't really focus on what it is that she really wanted. So I was able to kind of help shift her energy. And as soon as we did, bam, she got that text. The lady's paying her money. Woo-hoo, and we love the coins, right? We love <laughs> Coins, papers, and transfers, all, all sorts of stuff. Thank you for sharing. Right. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Right. <laughs> uh, because I think that, I mean, first of all, it speaks again to, to the work that you're doing with people, which we're, we're, we're really grateful for. But also it speaks to the magic that can be available to us when we're ready to, to take a chance and look at something different. Yeah. Right. The magic that was available to us because you took the chance to not be held slave to those belief systems of doubt and fear. Right. And then the changes available to people when they open up and allow them to be supported through the avenues that you're showing them to support. And this is crazy because I actually did a, a very short solo podcast on this before, like the, I know that trap. So uh-huh. often we're held back from experiencing something beautiful for stepping into something that could serve us because we know it versus right. being open moment to moment to God, universe, source, to spirit, to, to guide us and support us from an infinite number of ways. I did a post uh, that I screenshotted from, I think it was Donald, Neil Donald Walsh, the guy who wrote Conversations with God. I love him. He's a great, he's great. And the quote was something like, you never know where like the upgrade that blessing is going to come from. So be mindful of how you're treating people yeah. because any one of them could be the gateway to your blessing. So absolutely, there's actually something that came to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and that I reaffirmed in a, this morning in relation to another situation is that every single situation is an opportunity to commune with God yes. or absolutely. to shun, right? Yeah. Every single experience, no matter how we look on it, is an opportunity to hear a message, to step mm-hmm. into a blessing, yep. or to like stay where we are, or to go backwards, or just like every single thing. And just going back to like the story that you told us at the beginning, that could have shut down people, right? But you were ready to open up and experience something else on the back of it. And it's that opening that allowed the blessing to be revealed. And that blessing now becomes our blessing because you're here with us today. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. And you know, something else about that whole situation and what you just said is, had I persisted in that, I would not have been ready. I am Mm. now ready ready to receive. I'm ready to allow the abundance that God has for me and something better, right? Mm. Because for two years, I was only fixated on that one person, sort of kind of thinking that mm, this is probably the best, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But just like Donald Walsh, Neil Walsh said, you just never know. You never know know Mm. how the blessings are going to come. You you never know when you're going to get upgraded, so to speak, right? Mm. Beautiful. And the entrepreneur that I just shared the story about has been such a blessing 
to me because she is even challenging me to up-level myself and my business, where mm -hmm. I want it to go, um, how many clients I, I want to serve and, and where I want to take it. As a matter of fact, you know, Dan, I haven't told anybody else this either, Enough but risk. I am working on a super secret, <laughs> not really, um, <laughs> project that I think is going to help transform the world. Mm. Honestly, honestly. I feel mm -hmm. like Steve Jobs, when he thought about Apple and creating the iPhone, wow. that's what it feels like to me. Okay. Like, I got to get this off the ground because I'm a firm believer that God, source energy, he gives people ideas, but you're not the only one he gives the idea to. I believe that. I mm -hmm. believe he gives it to certain people multiple people because i'm gonna tell you dan nobody believes this and that's okay but six months before snapchat came out i had that idea but i did not do anything with it my excuse was i don't know how to create an app i don't know if this is really going to be profitable so i told <laughs> i totally believe that god gives us ideas but he gives it to multiple people Let's see who's going to run with it. Let's mm -hmm. see who's going to carry the vision out, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when he gave me this idea, um, maybe about a month or so ago, I immediately jumped on it, immediately jumped on it. So I'm super excited. It's going to be dropping um, this summer. So it's music related and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, but I'm I think ready to celebrate that one with you. Yes, yes, yes. And I would love to shameless plug i would love to come back on your podcast and at least just talk about it and share you're it with your back. audience first you're welcome back anytime that. we'd love to have you back we'd love to have you back thank you i think that this is going to be such a valuable resource for people or an aid if you will yeah we'll put it that way a valuable aid to help them not only raise their consciousness and raise their vibration but really start to kind of internalize affirmations so it's it's built around affirmations so i'm super 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 excited about it super okay. excited about it okay well i'm looking forward to that looking forward to that have you got a final gem to leave the audience with before we sign off today oh yes yes so the final gem that i would like to leave with your audience today is whenever you hear god speaking to you answer whether or not you understand what's going on in the moment because Sometimes God can tell us something and we don't see how that's possible. Like for me, I didn't see how it was possible that I should switch from confidence coaching over to manifestation coaching, mm -hmm. but it has been the greatest blessing I could have ever, ever had. I'm so happy and so grateful that I'm in the space right now, because like I said, I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't be helping my clients. So when God is speaking to you about something, Listen. Answer the call. Yes, listen. Answer the call. Throw caution to the wind if that's what you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to push through the fear. And for my friends and family out there, as Joyce Meyer says, do it afraid. Do mm -hmm. it afraid. Because what I found is God and source energy will never, ever steer you wrong. Never. Mm. He's always right. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. How can people connect with you? I know you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook. I'm going to pop them in the show notes, but do um, just for the, for those listening on the audio, let them know how to connect sure. with you. 
Yep. So I am currently um, reworking my website. I'm rebuilding my website. Mm -hmm. But they can connect with me on Facebook, mm -hmm. facebook.com yeah. slash America's Favorite Coach, which is just all one word, America's Favorite Coach. Or mm -hmm. they can find me on Instagram, same Instagram handle. It's America's under slash Favorite Coach. Lovely. Well, I'll make sure we put those in the show notes. It's been an absolute joy sharing space with you today. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, guys, be pleasure. sure to <laughs> be sure to connect with Monique and also be sure to uh, like this podcast, rate it, review it, share it with someone who needs to hear this message. And do make sure that you join uh, the Dream With Dan Facebook group, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook, where we continue the conversation and give you tools to empower you to deliberately choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. We're signing off now. It's been a pleasure sharing space. And uh, till next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Mwah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.